Life Audio. Welcome to the Crosswalk Devotional. We're glad to have you listening with us. Today's topic is living in abundance instead of living in scarcity. We'll return with the devotional after a brief message from our sponsor. everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Scarcity versus Abundance, written by Betsy St. Amant, read by Emily Hall. And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. 2 Corinthians 9.8 I think scarcity is one of the biggest tactics of the enemy today. I know as a mom, I'm constantly navigating my day feeling as if I don't have what it takes, that I don't have enough resources, that I'm not enough. It always seems like I need more to get by, or that people need more from me that I have to offer. Too often, my days are full of anxiety and struggling to take a deep breath and hold everything together, because if I falter at all, the carefully balanced walls of my endless to-do list might come crashing down and bury me in a heap. But Jesus made it clear that the thief is the one who steals, kills, and destroys. That would be Satan. Christ himself offers life, and not just life, abundant life. We have this truth to operate from, but how do we really embrace it? Sometimes I wonder, If I would recognize abundance, if it snuck up behind me and tapped me on the shoulder, scarcity is much easier to acknowledge. The scarcity of finances, the scarcity of time, the scarcity of energy, that I can relate to. Whether you're a mother of a newborn who is needing your body for nourishment and your waking moments for themselves, or a mother of a teenager who needs your taxi driving skills in your wallet, or a busy career woman whose boss needs her to answer just one more email, I have good news and bad news for you. You're not enough, and you don't have enough. Yikes. But Christ is, and he supplies our every need. Whew. I love how 2 Corinthians 9.8 clarifies so specifically that it's God who blesses us abundantly. It's God who arranges for us to have what we need. It's God who equips us to abound in every good work. It's not up to us. We're not supposed to have endless resources. 
But Jesus does. In John four thirteen through 14 Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. If you're anything like me, you could probably use a dip in that stream right now, couldn't you? I tend to try to do everything myself. I'm the type of parent who is often guilty of doing the chore rather than delegating it because it's just easier that way. But then I'm also guilty of complaining about doing said chore rather than asking for help. Oops. I all too often start falling back into old mindsets of scarcity. There's not enough hours in the day, not enough money, not enough energy, not enough of me to go around. I spiral into a ball of anxiety and lash out at those closest to me because I feel alone and stressed and overworked. I'm believing the lie of scarcity. But the truth is, God numbered our days and planned them before the foundation of time. Psalms 139.16 says, Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. This means that we have enough time, resources, and energy to do what God has called us to do. If you're running yourself ragged, maybe you're doing things that aren't for this season in life. Trust me, I know it's hard to say no to good things, especially things that bring in extra money or that are for a noble cause. But protecting your time to be effective for what God has called you to do is one way to tap into his supply chain. He isn't equipping you for everyone else's calling. He's equipping you for yours. So you can change another diaper and make another bottle to the glory of God with as much energy as you require. You can drive that taxi full of teens to the glory of God and have patience aplenty en route. You can work a job to the glory of God and represent Christ in your office with the knowledge and understanding that is necessary. You can do it because He is the one who gives us what we need and causes us to abound in every good work. When we refill our wells with living water, we have more than enough. We have an abundant supply that will overflow into our hearts, our homes, and our offices. It will splash onto those around us in need. It will drip onto our friends and family members and even the strangers in a carpool line or target parking lot. We can gush with all the fruits of the Spirit when we're full to the brim. That's how we're called to live, and God provides it through His Word and His presence. Intersecting Faith and Life What part of your life right now feels like there's only scraps? Do you think this is true or a lie from the enemy? How can you incorporate filling your tank with the Holy Spirit each day so that you're no longer running on fumes? Is it possible you need to retrain yourself to stop thinking of regular Bible reading as a chore and rather view it as a refreshing, rejuvenating dip into a stream of resources? For further reading, Psalm 78, 23-29. Hey listeners, thanks for joining us for the Crosswalk.com devotional podcast. 
To get all of our episodes straight to your phone during the week, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. To find more devotional content like this, head over to crosswalk.com. Hey everybody, I'm Dale. And I'm Tamara. And we're hosts of the Kynos Project podcast. Where we help you tackle ancient Christian truths in everyday settings. The word kainos means new, and that's exactly what we want to do on our podcast. Bring something new from what is old in our faith. And on this show, you might hear us explore topics like what the Bible has to say about student loan forgiveness, discuss how the satanic temple affects our view of religious liberty in America, or even question why is it that so many people are having rapture anxiety. To learn more about the podcast, go to lifeaudio.com.